Hello and welcome to Messy to Magnetic. My name is Katie Almstrom and I am a money mentor and financial coach for women entrepreneurs. Each week we tackle one messy money topic that my clients or our guests are navigating and how they've moved through that mess to become magnetic with money. It is my hope that you're able to take the lessons and transformations in this podcast and apply them to your own business, money, and life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy as we go from messy to magnetic. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I am currently recording with a really loud thunderstorm going on outside. So if you hear some rumbling, that is what that is. So today's topic is one that I did a live stream around in my Facebook group. Um, I want to say last fall, but it's something that I do so much work around with my clients that it really needs its own podcast episode. And that is overcommitment with money. So what I want to talk about today is what is (laughs) overcommitment with money. Um, I imagine, you know, when I say that, everyone kind of thinks of different things and probably they're all right. They're all correct, that is. And so I just want to share what to me overcommitment with money is, what it looks like, and just some of the signs that you may be in this overcommitted position. And in this, I'm going to share just like the thing that I know about simplifying your finances so that the weight of overcommitment lessens fast. All right, so, you know, when you think about overcommitment with anything else in life, your schedule, workload, obligations, Right, how this translates in our day to day, and this translates in our day to day and how we feel. And the tricky thing about overcommitment with money, which I'll get into today, is that it's not as visible, it's not necessarily as obvious unless we do the work of looking at it. So, I'm going to speak to that a little bit at the end as well. So today, again, let's look at what is overcommitment with money, how do you know if you're there, and I'm going to share then just a few steps to start moving out of overcommitment if you feel like you are in that position. All right, so what overcommitment with money is. Generally, what happens, or I would say the way that a lot of us get to this place, is there's just a lot of stuff going on. Um, Maybe you've been in a really busy season. There's more physical clutter, like actual clutter in your household than you'd like. You don't fully own your schedule and you're just generally overcommitted in your life. The impact or the result of that overcommitment in our life results in relying a lot on convenience And it takes away time and energy from looking at our money, which unless you love to do that, right? And you probably don't if you're listening to this podcast, right? You're probably not going to make the time for it. So when you add up not looking at what's going on with our money 
and relying on convenience because we're overcommitted in life, we pay a premium for convenience and we end up not knowing really where our money is going. So it just turns into a lot of unnecessary spending that you might not normally have if you did really have your finger on the pulse of your money and if it felt like things were a lot easier. I'll say this, three years ago when COVID first started, a lot of people started looking at their money for the first time. A lot of people got really crystal clear about where they were overcommitted with their money because they had to make a change. When jobs were furloughed or people were laid off or hours were cut or whatever the case was, it was time to really get serious about what's happening with our money and knowing exactly sort of the priorities and what was essential and what was overcommitment, essentially, right? And already we've lost that, right? There's been enough time now where a lot of us are overcommitted again in life and with our money. So I think that's just a really good example, though, of where, you know, there was a time when it made a lot of sense to slow down and to really figure out what was going on, especially because our schedules were no longer overcommitted, right? A lot of us stopped paying for a lot of things because they were closed, they were shut down. Okay, so when you're overcommitted with money, it can be hard to see, right? I've already said that a lot of times it'll happen alongside of being overcommitted with clutter, or feeling like our calendars are too busy. But being overcommitted with money, like it's not physically taking up space. It's not wiping you out at the end of the day or the week, right? You're not exhausted because of overcommitment with money, but you are maybe with your calendar being overcommitted. But it does create stress with money. And without bringing intention to decluttering your finances, you might just assume that the stress is normal and that the spending that's happening is how it has to be, right? And, you know, I know a lot of people, they notice for the first time that they're overcommitted when they max out a credit card or they miss a payment or they go over their statement for the first time in a while and see how many things are coming out without them remembering that they're paying for it. So a lot of times it gets to the point where we're so overcommitted that we're maxing out a credit card. We are, we're missing things. Like we're actually not even paying our bills. And it took that, it took us that far. It got to that point where now we're saying, oh, I'm overcommitted. It would be like, you know, tripping over a pile of laundry and falling face first to say, oh, I've got too much stuff like on the floor, right? It might be missing an appointment or, um, you know, missing a kid's, you know, something that you're supposed to do with a, one of your kids to say, oh my gosh, I'm too overcommitted with my calendar, right? Like it's a big thing that kind of slaps us in the face and says, okay, I'm overcommitted. This is too much. So that's not ideal <laughs> to wait for that moment where your credit card's maxed out and then you go to work with your money. Um, that can feel really hard, right? It's not as easy to kind of pull out of that kind of situation. And so I don't want you to be starting from that point of complete, you know, like just fell on your face financially. But I realize for a lot of people that might be where you are, you might feel like you're headed that way. And so I really want to make sure that you know, kind of 
what the next steps are to take so that you can start reversing this before you do have that fall on your face moment. All right, so I've already spoken to this a little bit, but I just want to make sure that I cover sort of how to know if you're there, how to know if you're in this overcommitted state with your money, and just sort of what are some of those surefire signs. So like I just said, right, some of my clients and, you know, people I speak to about this find themselves overcommitted and start doing something about it when something big happens, right? Stuff gets missed, right? A payment gets missed or, um, you know, something just gets lost in the shuffle, literally. Um, Speaking of shuffle, like lots of money shuffling, moving money from account to account, borrowing from Peter to pay Paul, right? That whole thing. Or using several accounts or credit cards to make up the difference and fill in the gaps every month. So some questions to ask yourself, Do you have a clear system for making payments, for saving money, for taking care of business and household commitments, your expenses, right? Are all of your accounts easy to access? Are they easy to explain, right? Could you walk me through each account and tell me exactly what it's for? A lot of people would say no to all of those questions. And so really ask yourself, like, do you have those clear systems in place for all of the financial commitments you want to make every month, whether it's making a payment, saving money, paying your regular bills, right? And then again, are you able to easily access your accounts? And can you explain them easily? Sometimes we get messy with money, right? And so here's another sign, right? Um, Sometimes we get messy with money. And so this is another sign that you might be overcommitted. When we start getting a little messy and when we then have a busy season in life where we start relying on convenience, right? And to me, this means we're quickly just purchasing things, um, you know, on a whim. We are eating out more. We're buying convenience food at the grocery store, right? All this comes with a cost. And certainly there are other conveniences out there, but those are always the ones, those are my sort of go-to that I always use as examples. But when we do rely on that convenience and we are feeling a little messy, right? Because we're not looking at our money. The result is that we really don't know where our money is, where it's going, or what we can afford in each category of our spending. And when I say what we can afford, What I really mean is what you want to spend, right? So what you can afford and what you intentionally choose to spend, like those to me are one and the same. When it comes to what you can afford, I'm not interested in giving like specific numbers to, um, you know, percentages and all that for different things in your life. But essentially, do you know what you want to spend? Do you know what you can spend? in each category based on what you've decided. And, you know, are you intentional around that? So if you're messing, if you're being messy with money, relying on convenience, and, you know, just aren't looking at your money in general, you're not going to know what those numbers are. You're not going to know what those categories look like. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking, yeah, I might be overcommitted. <laughs> um, keep keep listening here. I'm going to wrap up, but I do have some tips for you. Okay, and they're pretty quick. It's it's like this isn't rocket science, but it does take commitment, of course, to get out from being overcommitted. 
Um, the first thing is to see what's going on with your money. So I probably make this the first step of every, <laughs> like if I'm giving steps or tips about how to improve your relationship with money, look at your money, have, you know, just like a healthier healthier exchanges with your money, know what's going on with your money. Like the first step is always get it out on paper, see what's going on, look at it, look at your money. And there's no, like you don't have to decide what's right or wrong or good or bad, but you do need to start looking at it and just see what's happening. Because if you don't know, like there, you you cannot make changes. Okay. And I know a lot of people just want to be intuitive with money, but like this is not an intuitive eating diet. Like being intuitive with your money doesn't work until you've looked at the numbers and you've done the process of knowing what you're doing with your money for months and months and months. Okay, so you've got to take that first step. Step two is to simplify to go from overcommitted with money to not overcommitted with money means not sending your money in so many places. Now, I don't necessarily mean you have to spend less money, but inevitably you likely will spend less money if you simplify. And that's not a bad thing. <laughs> it really isn't. Spending less money is just going to set you up to save money, be able to take advantage of opportunities that come up um, and you're just going to be able to have more choices with your money and be able to spend more when the time is right for you and not just by default because you're overcommitted. So simplifying means to just look at what you're doing with your money and get rid of the things that don't fit right now. That can mean a lot of things for a lot of people, but plain and simple, take out your bank statement, take out your credit card statement, look at where your money has gone over the last 60 days, and if something doesn't feel like, oh yeah, that was a really like conscious, intentional choice, I want to be sending my money there, then get rid of it, and it can be temporary, right? You don't have to cancel a membership or a subscription and never go back to it. But start by simplifying just so that you can get out from under this feeling of being overcommitted. And then lastly, repeat that process. Like It is as simple as that. You look at what you're doing with your money, you see what's going on, and you make intentional decisions to simplify. Now, I'm not saying you're going to do this every week. There's other processes with your money that I would like you to do every week, but that's not this episode. But I will say that when it go, comes to like making sure I'm not overcommitted with my money, because this has happened to me too, I go through my business and personal expenses every few months. Like I look at what are my Amazon orders. I look at what were our eating out habits this month. I look at what did I sign up for in my business this month? What old memberships or subscriptions have I had in the past that I'm not using currently in this season of business? And I just make sure that I feel good about my spending, my habits, and I make adjustments where necessary. So I just want to recap this really quick. 
Overcommitment with your money is hard to see, but essentially it is going to create stress because there's money going in too many places and it is feeling messy. You'll likely know if you're overcommitted with money if you have any of these sort of signs stuff is getting missed, right? You're shuffling money around. You're using more accounts and credit cards than you really have a good use for. You are not consistent with making payments or saving money or taking care of all of your expenses. And your accounts are just kind of convoluted, not very easy to access or explain, and you're just feeling generally messy. All right, and then the steps to move out of that feeling of overcommitment is really clear and simple. Start by seeing what's going on with your money by looking at the last 60 days of spending and then simplify. Just start to take out what doesn't need to be in there anymore, especially if it's an automated payment because those will just keep on happening without you needing to approve it every single month. So be really intentional about going through and just taking out what you don't need, looking at your habits and asking yourself, is the way I'm spending how I want to continue to be spending? Or can I remove some of this clutter with my finances to move out of this overcommitment? All right. So helping women look at their money, simplify their spending, and take intentional action towards their goals is my superpower. And I absolutely love to do this work with my clients. And the best way to work with me in 2023 is to join me for the next round of the Money Wise Mastermind. It is fast approaching. We start in September. If you're ready to commit yourself to reducing stress around money and taking full control of your finances, Fill out the form on the waitlist page for MoneyWise. We'll link it in the show notes. All right, you guys have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your week. And I will be back again with another episode next week. Bye for now.